Welcome to the Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Your host, Sue Meyer, is a Catholic wife and homeschool mom of 11. She shares her knowledge of the study of natural alternative medicine with you. While this show is not intended to diagnose or name any disease, through her experience, Sue will share helpful information to help you further your study into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. I'm Sue Meyer. Today, we're going to be talking about homeopathy. (laughs) Um, Acute versus chronic healing. Uh, There seems to be a little bit of confusion, and I was talking to a homeopathic friend the other day, and she says, Sue, you're teaching people so well how to take care of their acute symptoms and acute illnesses that there seems to be some confusion as to the chronic healing state. So I, oh, I felt really bad. <laughs> I'm doing something wrong. I, I need to explain to folks that there is a slight difference, okay? Because it's, um, it's, it's one of the things that, that uh, I know when I started my podcast and, and things like that, I was always tried to, I always tried to be careful and explain to people that, that homeopathy for mommies is for acute illnesses, acute situations, something that comes on quickly that would normally leave quickly. And we use homeopathy just to help the body go in the right direction. Or if the body starts to get confused or if a fever is lasting too long, or if an earache is too intense, then we use homeopathy to try to alleviate, help the body to alleviate those symptoms. We're not, it's not medicine that's going to suppress the symptoms or make the body get better. What it's all it's doing is it's telling the body, giving it a message so that the body says, oh, okay, I got it now. I'm, and then it will heal itself. That's all it's doing. That's, that's homeopathy acute because acute is, it's a term that's used to describe a sudden illness, such as a fever, infection, or injury, all which have, have which have a rapid onset. They tend to run a short course and then have a, per, and then have pronounced symptoms and a termination time. Okay. So it's something that is going to be gone. So that's what homeopathy for mommies is all about. And I didn't, I didn't want to get people so confused about chronic versus acute that, you know, that they have confusion there. So, but like I said, you know, as a parent, we know that when we give little Johnny a homeopathic remedy called Belladonna for his earache, he got better real quick, you know, just because that Belladonna interrupted the action of the virus that he was exposed to and that settled in his ear that, and and he just got better. And that his earaches that used to become on kind of chronically, you know, they've stopped coming back. It's just that simple. Yes, he was susceptible. It was still a chronic issue or a still an acute issue, but he was susceptible to that. So it came back quite, quite rapidly or quite frequently. And so it wasn't really chronic because he's still tiny, but yet it's a, it's a susceptibility that, of something that he had. So, and our neighbor who used to have chronic cystitis, for instance, And she's older, but she took a homeopathic remedy. She just doesn't get it anymore. Why is that? Hmm. So even though, like I said, that was a chronic type of cystitis, she started using homeopathy and it just went away. She didn't see a homeopath. She just got really lucky and took the right remedy type of thing. So that brings me to say, you know, why I have people ask me all the time, why does my homeopath tell me that he or she doesn't want me to use these remedies that I normally used for my acute issue issues, um, and 
they're the same type of thing that come on during my chronic healing crisis. You know, that they say I had my case taken. My homeopath has me on my remedy, so to speak. I get to take a cell salt twice a week and, and then an occasional nosode. But I keep having issues that I used to treat myself acutely for with different remedies. And now my homeopath says that I can't use them because I'm under the his or her care. And, you know, why is this? Well, let's review. Like I said, acute is a term to describe sudden illness. Chronic is any degenerative disease or weakness which could either be acquired or inherited, and it's of long duration. Homeopathy treats the symptoms of disease, therefore treating the patient who has the disease. When someone has an illness or a disease, that person will have physical and or mental complaints. In homeopathy, we listen to the patient, we observe his symptoms, and then we choose a remedy that is most similar to that which he is describing or to that which we can observe. In homeopathy, you'll hear the saying over and over again, like cures like. This is known similimum. This means the most like. The homeopathic remedy which will produce the symptom complex most like that of a given disease in other words, the most similar remedy corresponding to the case, the remedy most likely will cure. A remedy that most closely matches the symptom picture of the patient. In other words, his language of sensation. The simila or the similimum. Like, let like be cured with like. This concept refers to the homeopathic remedy that perfectly matches the state of an individual for whom it is prescribed. You'll find that no two persons will describe a headache in the same manner. The location, the intensity, the sensation of pain, such as shooting, stabbing, pulsing, throbbing, etc. In addition, they may all have different remedies that make the headache feel better or worse. In other words, the modality. These are all symptoms or rubrics that will indicate the correct remedy. This is the beauty of homeopathy. It's not generic. It caters to each individual and their very own unique complaints. Once you understand the keywords, phrases, and uniqueness of the message of each remedy, the entire picture becomes clearer. The language speaks to us of the remedy. Like bryonia, it's used when someone feels worse for motion. Arsenicum or Roostox is often used when someone is restless, and yet any of these can be used for the flu. How can this be? Think, basically. Don't let your mind become cluttered with details. When the overall picture of the remedy fits the similarity of the remedy, it will speak to the body and trigger it to cure itself. Our pain is our personal warning signal. And as we describe our pain, we tell a story. Our story is filled with clues to finding or unlocking our personal mystery. God has left us with a plethora of remedies, each with its own manifestation, like a key to unlock a mystery. Our story, our language can be found within one of these remedies. When this remedy, the key, is found, then like cures like. A good homeopath is going to listen to your story, hear your language, look at your complaints, look at all of your symptoms, your rubrics. It's going to find out what makes you feel better. Are you better at night, during the day? Are you better for a hot shower? Do you like cold showers? What kind of foods do you like? He's going to look at the whole story, okay? And he's going to be able to see. Okay, so I know a lot of you get confused uh, in like my new book, Beyond Acute. We talk a lot about miasms. Rajan Sankaran has been instrumental in bringing more miasms to the study of homeopathy, which has been very, very helpful because now we can break down the categories of remedies a little more easily. Hahnemann originally defined the original three miasms, 
And he said that miasms are the susceptibility principle or the diathesis, which when taken into the organism or the patient may set up the tendency towards specific diseases. These diseases can be inherited, acquired, or acute. The term is used in homeopathy to describe an underlying pattern of weakness and susceptibility. Miasms can be dormant or active. Miasms can occur as the result of some suppressive therapy like drugs or vaccinations. Hahnemann originally described them as inherited tendencies passed down from generation to generation. So it's like when you go to the doctor, they'll say, oh, how are your parents living? Are your grandparents living? What did they die from? And a homeopath is going to ask you the same question. What kind of disease is bred in your family? Modality is any condition or environment which modifies the action of a remedy, the situation that makes a person or their symptom better or worse. So we see aggravations and amelorations. For example, better in hot bath, abdominal pain, better when bending over, worse in rainy weather, etc. These modalities are an important part of an understanding of the complete symptom picture in homeopathy. And then the potency, of course. The homeopath is going to look at the potency. He's going to listen to the patient and he's going to know that what potency that person is going to need simply because he's going to see that the power, the efficacy, the vitality or strength of that person. And then he will prescribe or suggest a particular potency according to that vitality. Vitality is the natural healing capabilities that a person has within their body. And it's very, very important for a homeopath to know how to prescribe for that particular person. If a person is in an extremely weakened condition, we're not going to want to give them anything higher than a C potency or a X potency probably. If they've got a pretty decent vitality, we can go with the 30C on up according to what the, their language is and what the homeopath discerns. So when we're talking about the difference between acute and chronic, acute is something we don't have to think a lot about. We just look at the remedy. We know, okay, I have a headache. It's a frontal headache and I'm worse for motion. So I'm going to take Brionia and see how it goes for me. Okay. That's acute prescribing. And most of the time it's going to be just the ticket to help you get over that headache. But if it's something that has been plaguing you, for a long period of time, you've taken that Brionia and it works for a short period of time, but it's just not, it's not taking care of the issue. You need to see a homeopath. The homeopath is going to take your case. He's going to say, okay, you know what? I've got an idea of what, how I want to proceed here. He might share all his information with you. He might not. It's okay to ask. And if he doesn't want to share his ideas with you at that time, he'll say, you know, let's just take this one remedy and let's just wait and see how things go. And then I'll tell you what I think later. And so that's, what's going to happen with your relationship with that homeopath. And like I said, the funny thing about homeopathy is there's the human figure in there. It's not like the medical industry nowadays where they have a prescribed regimen of what they have to do according to insurance policy. No, each homeopath is different. They each have their own way of doing things. Some might want to clean things up. Um, you know, they might want to, you know, clean up vaccinations first, or they, they might want to just take care of the hereditary disposition first, or they you know what, they might just do, let's do organ therapy. Let's strengthen your organs so that you can heal. Every homeopath has their own way of doing things. So you have to find a homeopath that, first of all, you get, you get along with or that you resonate with their personality. And then you have to discuss it with them enough so that you're comfortable with what is going to happen. Because chronic disease leads us to, first of all, when I say chronic disease, this could be something you've inherited and it may never manifest itself until such a time where, oh, I have been under a tremendous amount of stress or, you know what, I have not been able to eat right or, you know what, my water has been bad for a long time or I've been exposed to truly damp conditions or I have been exposed to mold or something. And then 
oh my gosh, everything in our world can go awry and we can end up with some sort of chronic disease. It, it, but what happens is, is each one of us, no matter what we're exposed to, is going to learn, learn, lead to a different pattern of disease. It's not necessarily an illness or a virus that came on quickly due to fright or shock or exposure, but chronic is very often an illness that has come on slowly due to this exposure or ingestion of some sort of element like mercury or dental fillings, lead, chlorine, fluoride, a pesticide, or one of a thousand other toxins surrounding us today, or possibly from a drug that caused the suppression of an illness like antibiotics and nasal sprays, silver nitrate due to because a, a burn was cauterized, inhalers for asthma or lung issues, steroids for everything from skin issues to MS. And so with chronic disease, we can almost always see the hereditary disposition or that weakness that is exposed when the body succumbs to these, this chronic state of disease. So that's what the homeopath is going to be able to look at this and start to discern what the cause is, what, what brought it on in the first place, what the hereditary disposition is, and then they're going to know how to go from there. This is why it's really important to work with homeopath when taking on a chronic illness. So a homeopath, like I said, is trained to see the whole person, this hereditary disposition and his level of vitality. In other words, the body's ability to heal. A homeopath will take into account all the remedies that this person has found helpful in the past and be able to see the connection to that kingdom. In other words, with a plant, mineral, or animal remedy, they're going to know that which remedies you respond really well to. And they're going to be able to understand the miasm, the depth of the disease state, or a potency that is best to fit your healing vitality. This is why a homeopath doesn't want you to use any other remedy without his or her expressed okay because the use of an acute remedy can alter the effect of a remedy that has been given. One that may be very deep or slow acting, or a remedy that may be working to clear out a hereditary disposition to the disease, and not maybe isn't having a good effect as yet on the actual symptoms that the patient has complained about. The remedy may be bringing on symptoms that the patient hasn't had for a long time, and now this poor patient doesn't understand that the aggravation that he or she is now suffering. This is when an email is sent to the homeopath, and he or she will advise you. I usually have a patient make a, a water dilution in that case if he's aggravating, and I give him directions as to what I want him to do. I actually, We actually carry that little water dilution recipe in our member's corner. The homeopath will guide the patient through the aggravation and give advice as to what they can expect in the near future or what his or her plan is for easing this patient within, through this healing crisis. Every homeopath, like I said, has their own way of approaching chronic disease. Some like to begin with that constitutional remedy. Some, like I said, like to do the cleanup first. Some like to approach chronic healing with organ therapeutics. Some homeopaths use any of the above symptoms systems according to the need of the patient. So sometimes homeopaths are flexible. Once in a while, you have a, you'll hear a homeopath does always does it the same way, every single time. Other times, you might hear that, oh, no, I change according to the needs of the patient. The most important thing I will say is that an open dialogue of communication is very important between the homeopath and the patient. You know, um, emails, quick one-line questions in an email are very helpful. Uh, any notes of length, like charts or dreams or aggravations, are best addressed in follow-up appointments. That's just, you know, a guide. But all in all... When a patient is going through chronic healing, there's going to be things come up that you don't even really understand because, like I said, it's hereditary disposition. But for the most part, they shouldn't be super aggravating. They shouldn't be, you know, if the potency is properly given, then any aggravation should be quite minimal. It, but it doesn't, it's not quick, you guys. Um, I will say that I know when I started cleaning up my family, it was probably about a year, year and a half before everybody, before they, everyone stopped getting sick. 
you know, because still during that time, we still had this, the throats issues, some lung issues. We still had, you know, like a pink eye, conjunctivitis type situation. We had a whole bunch of different things that came up during our cleanup time. And so it wasn't quick. I'm not going to even tell you it is. But like I said, we were able to erase, literally erase the hereditary disposition to particular illnesses. And that's what chronic healing is. It's not, it's not just a sore throat or a, a cold. I mean, yes, hereditary disposition is what makes you susceptible to those things, but that's not chronic healing. Okay. Um, and then like, for instance, um, I had one young lady who had chronic cystitis and it wasn't an easy fix. I will say cystitis is, was, is, that's one of the, I think one of the hardest be, simply because it's so dang painful when the aggravation comes back. But you know what? It, it, again, it took about a year and a half for the body to be able to turn around and start healing. And once it, once it does that, then it's going in the right direction again, instead of just holding everything into suppressed mode. Because when the body is suppressed, when you've had suppression of chronic of diseases, okay, like illnesses, and the, the doctor gives you antibiotics or gives you inhalers or gives you whatever, you your body says it's in, it's been in the middle of fighting an illness. You go to the doctor because you're really really sick. You've got a fever. You don't feel good. You just want to be over it. He gives you something, and all of a sudden your symptoms start going away. Well, what's happened is you have to remember your body has been in the middle of fighting this disease. And then you just give it something to stop all the symptoms. And now your body is like, it's like coming to a screeching halt. If you've ever raced horses and you have to come to a screeching halt in the keyhole, <laughs> it's really hard to hold it inside that white line. Okay, only those of you who run horses know what I'm talking about. But that's exactly what happens to uh, an illness when you give it a suppress a suppressive drug. And, the, and as soon as the body relaxes enough is going to try and bring back that disease to get rid of it on its own again. And so that's why these, we have recurring illnesses all the time because the body wants desperately to bring the illness back so that it can get rid of it once and for all on its own. But what do we do? We just keep compounding it with more antibiotics or more suppressive drugs. So with all of that, those are, I will say, those are kind of the easiest things to kind of clean up, but we do have the hereditary disposition that makes us susceptible to those. And your homeopath is going to explain this to you, but I will tell you, your homeopath doesn't have time to sit and give you lessons because they work really, really hard. You know, it's like people say, oh, you know, it's kind of expensive to go to a homeopath. And I'm like, you have no idea the hours of research that that homeopath puts into your case. Not to mention the fact that they type up the transcript and they keep really good records and they work really, really hard. And then they're emotionally invested because they care deeply. So it is, if you want true health, you know, it's great to be able to work with a homeopath that can help you get rid of that hereditary disposition and get you cleaned up. All right. You're still going to get sick. You're still going to die eventually. <laughs> okay. But you're going to, you're going to be happy. Your mind's going to be clear and your, your body's going to be as healthy as it can possibly be. Because the great thing about homeopathy is you start feeling better. Whether you still have an ache in the, you know, in the limp, you have a gimpy leg still or whatever, you might still have that because there might be bone damage, but your mind is going to feel great and you're going to be happy, internally happy because you're on the right track and you're not taking drugs to suppress all these symptoms. You just have to remember the symptoms are our body's warning signals. Our symptoms are our own. 
It's our mind throwing these symptoms externally so to give us a message. And if we take those messages to a homeopath <laughs> and they help us to discern what those messages are, they're going to say, oh, okay, okay, you know. Those symptoms are our key to what needs to be given and what, need, what we need to do to get ourselves back on track. And remember, obviously, good clean water is the most important thing every single day. Spring water, not purified water, because purified water is just basically lagoon water that's been purified. You want spring water and you want good food, organic food. You don't even have to have a lot of it, folks, just to have good food. And make sure you're getting good fresh air and sunshine every day and that 20 minutes of heart-elevating exercise, okay? All right, I hope this helps because um, I want America's homeopaths, uh -huh, I want everyone to be happy. And I want everyone to understand that in order for chronic healing to take place, we have to be a little bit more patient than just assuming we're going to hit that right remedy right off the bat. All right, I hope this helps, folks, because homeopathy is wonderful, and the more we know about it, good grief, the healthier we can all be. All right, may God bless you and yours. Thanks for listening to this episode of Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Please visit Sue on her website, homeopathyformommies.com, and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com, Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength, and wisdom.